0: He's involved in a number of businesses.
1: He's a great role model. Telling it like it is. Giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis.
2: This is John Katsimatidis. This is Cats at Night. And it's only Monday. It's not even Friday. I mean, it's a long way to Friday. And this is uh, the number one show at 5 o'clock. And uh, we're glad to be here. It's a tricast. Uh, we're broadcasting out of WABC Studios, on uh, Midtown, uh, and uh, also on AM970, The Answer, and WLIR in Long Island. And uh, we uh, we have a great show for you today, and mm-hmm. we have some special guests. In the studio, we have our common-sense Democrat. We have Judge uh, uh, Richard Weinberg. Richard Weinberg. <laughs> and we have uh, common-sense Republican, uh, Congressman Peter King, a former congressman. I hate to say Thank former. You, and we have a special guest in the studio. We have the uh, premier of Saskatchewan. I said it right.
3: You did. Uh, yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs> Scott Mo. And uh, we're going to be talking about energy uh, during the hour. And uh, any of our guests that want to discuss energy
4: uh, is welcome to, to discuss energy. And Lydia, what else? We have a great show. We will be speaking to Gordon Chang about China ramping up coal production, Mario Economu, Ilya Shapiro, Bill O'Reilly, and I know uh, that you have an announcement, Congressman
1: King. Yeah, John, if I could just have 30 seconds. The uh, Armory Museum in Long Island is honoring the, uh, the 80th anniversary of the Sherman tanks, and they're desperately trying to find any veteran who was on a Sherman tank. They want to honor them this weekend. So if anyone can call into WABC or contact the Long Island Armory Museum, they want to honor these brave men who really – You'll put their lives in line for us. So it's any any I any any veteran somebody to drive it. Well, uh, that, that's going to be Lydia's job. <laughs> no, any, any anyone who was a veteran of World War II was on a Sherman tank. They would just love to have them. Thank you very much. I'm
2: just
4: Okay. And first on the line, we have Bill O'Reilly. He's a prolific author, journalist, one of the few good ones left, right? His latest book, Killing the Killers, is killing the New York Times bestsellers list. What is it now? 20 million books sold. Bill O'Reilly also has a show Monday through Friday right here on WABC from 9 p.m. until 10 o'clock. Common Sense with Bill O'Reilly. The number
0: one show in the evenings.
4: Yep. Bill O'Reilly, welcome back to Cats at Night.
0: Hey, guys. How are you guys doing? Beautiful day today and yesterday for the Greek parade. Good well, coverage. Well,
4: God was watching over us, though, Bill.
0: Yeah, it was excellent. Uh, I'm out here on eastern Long Island and couldn't be nicer. So I'm in a good mood, <laughs> but I'm sure I'll sour quickly when we talk about the news.
2: Well, t- tell us, where do you want to start?
0: You know, um, Speed Day anniversary, 78 today, um, And I don't think that the younger part of this country understands the intensity of that battle. Uh, Millions of people saw the movie Saving Private Ryan, which was really a good depiction of uh, what happened uh, in northern France. I've been to the cemetery there twice. And 100,000 Americans are buried in France. 100,000. And... The courage that was shown, not only by Americans, but British and Canadians as well, uh, is something that we don't really see or hear about much anymore. And um, so I talk about that tonight. It ties into my book, Killing the Killers, which is an excellent Father's Day gift for everybody out there, because the courage of our special forces right now kind of matches what what happened in D-Day but we don't hear anything about that because it's all classified battles they're fighting, but they're on the ground in Africa now. And um, so we get into that tonight on uh, Common Sense at 9
1: p.m. Bill, this is Pete King. i just interrupt you for a moment. You mentioned Normandy. I was over there in... Uh, 2004 with President Bush for the 60th anniversary. And until you're there and you know this, you cannot realize how, how wide that beach was and how steep those cliffs were. I don't know how they made it. I don't know how they had the guts to do it. And we should never, ever you know, forget the, the tremendous legacy of anyone who was involved yeah. with D Day.
0: It's really a worthwhile trip to take for everybody um, because they've kept it pretty much the same as it was in 1944. So it, it, there aren't any tourism, you know, kiosks or people hustling stuff. Or it, it's it's a park, and you can see on Omaha Beach is uh, the congressman just said the difficulty of logistics when you had the uh, Wehrmacht, the German army, dug in, shooting down um, at these soldiers, most of whom were you know 18 to 24 years old, um, trying to get a uh, a footprint on the beach so that they could drive the Nazis back. And it happened. And, and, you know, again, in school, we don't teach history anymore in in America, which is a terrible, terrible thing, Um, which is why I think my books have been so successful, because I do get very vividly into our country and the greatness of it and how many times we've saved the world from totalitarians. And now we're in a down cycle in America, unfortunately, um, but we will rise again.
2: Uh, Bill O'Reilly, I mean, what happened with uh, uh, Navarro in Washington? Do you have any comments on that? I mean, it it seems like they they put him in handcuffs. Yeah, there are a
0: bunch of people who defied um, congressional subpoenas, um, and the most famous is Holder, the former attorney general under Obama, right? Yeah. So everybody knows that Eric Holder defied the subpoena. Uh, wouldn't testify, he was charged with contempt of Congress, and absolutely nothing happened to the man.
3: Nothing. Zero.
0: Zero. So Nav-
3: and, he continued, does, and he continued to serve as Attorney General, running how, the Justice how about Department.
2: The IRS lady, uh, the, uh, Lerner,
0: was it? Yeah. Lois yes, Lerner. Lois Lerner. But, but I think the best comparison to Navarro is Holder. So Navarro uh, does the same thing that Holder does. And just says, basically, I'm not going to do this um, because I have privilege, executive privilege, and I'm not going to do it. And then they go to his house and put him in not only handcuffs, but leg irons. So this is, again, a deterioration of our country. This was done um, for partisan reasons to embarrass Trump. And, um, you know, what can you say? It, it's happening, and it happens time and time and time again. Bill, but we're living in a, in a divided nation now. We're not all together like we were on D-Day in 1944, that's for sure.
3: Bill, it's, it's Richard Weinberg. What troubles me is uh, the argument that Biden waived Trump's executive privilege. As a matter of law, that's totally incorrect. He has no right to waive the privilege of a predecessor president. It stays with the man who's asserting it. And Navarro Navarro correctly said, it's not for me to waive the privilege of the principal. I'm really an agent assisting the president and carrying out his his job. It's horrible.
0: Well, I expect what I expect, Judge, is Navarro will file a a bunch of lawsuits and it's going to cost him if he can get a pro bono attorney. That's an attorney who works for free on his behalf. He could win.
3: Uh, I I think he should. I think he should.
0: And I, I think he's made statements to the fact that he will. But more distressing to me as an American is that we don 't have equal justice for all anymore, do we? No,
2: not at all uh, We have a special guest uh, here in the studio. We have the premier of saskatchewan uh, uh, bill O 'Reilly any questions about canada
0: yeah i i mean in if you understand how Canada works and i don 't want to be i don 't want to be um, I don't wanna be, um I go out of my station as an American commentator, but i 've been to Canada many times. I know it works there 's a huge difference between the attitudes of Western Canadians, Saskatchewan, and then ottawa is there Is there not an enormous difference in how people see the world?
5: Well, you're you're right, Bill. At this point in time, there most certainly is uh, between a number of Western governments, actually a number of Canadian governments, and and often where we're seeing uh, the the federal government go, in particular on uh, you know policies, environmental policies, um, you know other policies as well that are essentially having an impact on. Uh, a province like Saskatchewan and how we generate our wealth and how we generate our income and and what people the industries that people go to work with each and every day and so you are seeing some some provinces ours being one of them standing up uh, you know for 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 the opportunities to you know produce uh, produce gas to produce food to produce uh, oil to produce uranium to produce uh, fertilizer all of these things uh, that ultimately are needs for uh, North America and you know we have a little different view in, in Saskatchewan is it, we should come together. Um, not exactly, uh, but but in, the, in the, under the same sort of pretext as we did uh, some seventy some years ago on the, those beaches in France, uh, but come together to ensure that we are uh, working together to uh, you know preserve our our energy security and uh, not just in Saskatchewan or any state, not even in just Canada or even uh, the U.S. on its own, but but our North American energy security and our North American food security. And I think this is paramount. <clears throat> Excuse me,
0: but. Um... Trudeau and Biden have no interest in that at all because they kneel at the altar of climate change, correct?
5: Oh, but Canadians and Americans have an interest in this. Uh, they have an interest in, in, in what's happening, uh, what we see on, on full display in the EU today, um, where uh, you know, many European countries have you know, put their, their energy security in a, in a country such as Russia. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think uh, I speak on behalf of people in Saskatchewan, but I think it's right across North America. We need to uh, very much, you know, take care of ourselves when it comes to uh, providing energy security for uh, for all of us collectively ac- yeah, across North America.
0: Leadership not buying into that. What's the price of a gallon of gas in, was it Regina, is that the capital of uh, the province?
5: Yeah, we're a couple bucks a liter, so what are we, a little over four or five bucks a, a gallon on a, on a U.S. gallon?
4: By me, it's 5 35 now a yeah. gallon, yeah. which it's is... half price, Yeah, right, so, Yeah. Right.
5: Yeah.
0: So even though that you're at the top oil producer, um, you're paying as much as we're paying here for a gallon of gas. I can't make the folks too happy.
5: No, no, it certainly doesn't, and there are all sorts of, you know, regulations uh, and, and and really hindrances in in accessing, uh, you know, that oil, uh, ac- not only across Saskatchewan but across North America yeah. that are put in place by our federal administrations. That's why we've we've you know we've we've stood on behalf of of that industry and others. Uh, at times, in odds to our, to our federal administration, we're going to continue to.
4: And, John, you were on Maria Bartiromo, and that clip of you on there, it's kind of gone viral at this point. Tell us what you, what you said. It's just kind of this common-sense well, analysis regarding energy.
2: No American can understand that why are we not buying from, from uh, Canada, uh, United States, and, and uh, Mexico, where we can produce almost 15 million barrels? Uh, we have a pipeline in Alaska for two million barrels a day we 're only using four hundred thousand uh, What say you uh, premier
5: yeah, absolutely you know we 're about half a million barrels a day in Saskatchewan, another four plus million in Alberta, and we can produce more uh, you know and, and It is troubling when we see you know our neighbor to the south and even our own government at times looking for. Uh, you know, oil supply in other areas. We talked earlier about, you know, Venezuela, uh, Saudi Arabia. When we have some of the most sustainably produced energy right here in North America, we should share it back and forth. In the same way, we share tractors and combines and everything else that we do.
2: What do you think we have? I think uh, some previous guests from Canada here told us we have a 100 years worth of oil between Alaska and Canada what say you
5: well I, I don't i don't think we even know how much uh, we have i 'll provide an example just north of uh, North Dakota we have an oil field there that was slated for end of life and it was going to be cleaned up through you know carbon capture and sequestration enhanced oil recovery that that oil field is now right. going again it 's being operated by you know if, if this is your concern it's being operated by a net negative oil company the only one in Canada that 's net negative from a carbon perspective uh, they have now extended the life of that oil field through uh, a carbon wash. Uh, out to where they have no they have no plans to shut it down and they don't know when the end of life will be. And so as innovation comes along, we're going to, we, we have, you know, decades, uh, a very, very long time of supply, I think, as long as we're going to need.
2: Uh, Bill O'Reilly, uh, what, what excuse could uh, President Biden have for begging Saudi Arabia, begging Iran, begging Venezuela for a half a million barrels each? When we
0: have all the oil we what need. excuse does he have? He doesn't have any excuse. What excuse does he have for opening the border? What excuse does he have for allowing um, federal attorneys not to prosecute heinous crimes? He doesn't have an excuse for anything. He just does what the progressive left tells him to do. I mean, it's ridiculous. The whole thing is absurd. And the American worker now, and New Yorkers in particular, because we're up to here with taxes, we got hundreds of thousands of people leaving the area going down to the uh, states that are less expensive to live in. Um, and the man just sits there and goes, well, I cu- first day in office, I shut down the Keystone Pipeline, which I'm sure the premier wasn't happy about. Well, why did you do it? Because some progressives told me that we have to use wind and solar energy and we can't use fossil fuels anymore. So one, that's why I did it.
2: One of my kind of uh, uh, my wife, Margo, who, uh, who you know, uh, has a, a, a friend that she grew up with in I, Indiana, uh, Jenny, and, and Jenny said to her, teach- and down in Georgia she lives, they're teaching the kids that we only have 30 years' worth of oil left. And that's so the reason. Oil left? It. Yes.
0: All right. Um, well, look, the, the point of the matter is, and we've discussed it here on your show, John, is that we have leadership now that is causing enormous problems in this country. And I'm a simple man. You guys all know that I'm a simple man. How I sold 19 million books escapes me. I don't know how I did it, but a simple man asks one simple question. Since Joe Biden has been president, tell me one thing he's improved in the United States of America. All I want is one. Give me one. anybody,
2: Can Anybody, anybody in this room video? have one?
4: No. He improved investments for China. He, he The he, cartels. If, if China
2: and Russia in 2021 got to pick the the best next president that will benefit them in the United States, they could have, they,
4: I don't think and there's the anybody drug cartels, better than, too. than Biden. The fentanyl and I, all What that I want to know
3: is, where are the 28% people who think he's doing a good job? I want to know where that Why comes that's
0: from. Crazy. But crazy. if you guys were in organized crime, if you were all in the mob then you would have said, hey, we like them because now we have record amounts of narcotics being sold and smuggled into the United States, and that's our lifeblood. That's how we make money. And you guys know, you read Killing the Mob, my book before Killing the Killers. They love them. Organized crime loves Biden. And, and
2: China promised Trump he's not going to ship fentanyl to the United States. but
0: So they're shipping it to Mexico, and they're bringing it over. Well, guess who didn't show up to the meeting of the Americas in L.A. this week? Guess who didn't show up? Who? Yeah. He didn't show up. You don't think that's an insult to Biden? Biden called him and said, please come, Mr. President. And you know why is not coming? Because he doesn't want to stop right. the open border migration and the narcotics because he's in the pocket of the cartels. Obrador has been bought and paid for by the drug cartels in Mexico. That's why he's not showing up. This is just and and you think you're ever going to hear this from the Biden administration nope. or the media? No, that's it. You hear it. You hear it on the five o'clock show by
2: Cachemeteries and O'Reilly. That's where you hear it. You're not going to hear it or read it
0: in the New York Times. Yeah, you're not. Or the Toronto
2: you, Star. L- let me ask. Let me ask the premier. Uh, premier. Uh, do you have problems with uh, newspapers and broadcasts in, in Canada as much as we're having in the United States about telling the truth?
5: There are there are some challenges in the mainstream media, and I think if you walk down the street, in particular, and this maybe touches on Bill's point of uh, some differences of opinion in 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 the Midwest uh, to to maybe some other areas of Canada. There's there's been a you know, a new subsidy that has been set up for the news media across Canada as well as one, uh, essentially government funded, uh, uh, news media as well. And so I, I think although the, although the challenges might be slightly different in Canada, uh, there's no doubt, uh, there, there is challenges and I, I, I would just say that would be echoed by uh, you know, the majority of people, if you're walking down the street and ask them about, you know, the mainstream media, you know, do you trust the, the the product that's being put out? I'm just not sure that everybody does anymore.
2: What percentage of the of the people you think believe what the media is telling them?
5: Uh, I I don't know if I'd, I haven't given that a lot of thought as to what percentage I know there's a lot of questions uh, a lot of questions uh, across uh, at least the area that I represent the province that I represent but even I even think in fairness across Canada as well as uh, the you know the, the media you know at times there's there's folks that think they're being pretty selective in what they are ultimately you know putting in the paper and and at times putting a. You know a, a bias slant on it, and so there, there's there's concerns in Canada. I don't know uh, that they might be not quite as large as they as they are in some markets in the U.S. to this point, uh, but most certainly I know that because I'm I'm being told by the people I represent that there's concerns uh, with the the direction of the mainstream media the last couple of years.
4: Premier, uh, both Bill O'Reilly and I are, are journalists, and Bill, you can talk about this as well. We, we, we became journalists because we wanted to tell the truth. You weren't allowed to even, when I wrote my scripts, I was told, don't even use adverbs because you just want to give the facts. And then the people, well, oh, and, and then, the, yep. Yeah.
0: The CBC is run by the Canadian government, and that's the main television news outlet for all of Canada. The CBC is very left-wing. Am I wrong, Premier? No. Okay. So you're being force-fed by the government media. We don't have that here. But what we do have is a corporate media that is so frightened now of the cancel culture that it won't report the truth about what's happening in the country. Let me give you one example here, and I don't want to run out of time, so I'll make it fast. On Bill I have a, a message of the day that says the Los Angeles Times is going to go out of business literally because they're so far detached from the people in L.A. who have to deal with this massive amount of violence every day. And the violence is generated by gangs and drug addicts, the homeless drug addicts on the streets. The media will not report that story. If you are a white supremacist and you shoot blacks, as in Buffalo, that story is page one and you're going to hear about it for a week. If you're a drug gang, an African-American drug gang, and you mow down... Children in Chicago or in the Bronx, that story is buried in the American media. And that's what's happening.
4: And Bill, even the terminology they're using, mass shootings, why are they using that terminology instead of the well, gang don't shooting? not
0: even define it, though. You exactly. can't even get, exactly. over the weekend, we went, my staff went to Philadelphia, Chattanooga, Phoenix, and asked the police, who shot all these people over the weekend? The police would not say it because they were afraid to identify the African American drug gang. So, so when did the truth? By the
3: mayors, not to. Bill, it's so when did the crazy. truth die in American media? When the big about corporations?
0: Ago, uh, you know, about ten years ago. I mean, because it's all about money now here.
2: When the big you corporations bought the media. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm.
0: Bill it's O'Reilly,
2: horrible. thank you. Yeah. Thank you for coming 11. on. I'll be listening to your show at 9 o'clock tonight. Tell us what you're going to talk about tonight.
0: My monologue tonight is about um, my uh, 18th summer in 1968, as opposed to my son, who's ni- 18 now, and his summer. And the danger that he has to face, and that I did not, way back then. Wow. That's my opening monologue tonight.
2: And I'll be listening between 9 o'clock and 10 o'clock on wabcradio.com worldwide or 770 in the region uh, on your AM dial. And uh, thank you so much. And uh, God bless you. Thanks, John. Thank you.